Hello and welcome to episode 118 of Kinda Geeky. It has been over a month since the last podcast. Um, February was kind of a shit show of a month, just to be honest. Um, working on a couple things personally and with Kinda Geeky to get ready for this coming year. But then also I think we all know uh, kind of what's going on in the news with the coronavirus and everything else. But I am sitting here uh, in a comfortable, safe distance from uh, Julio and a returning guest that we've had on a couple times last year and now on this year, uh, Mr. Foley or Matthew Foley, however you want to call it. How are you doing, sir? Pretty good. How's it going? Good, man. Uh, so, yeah, um, so let's just actually jump into it. Like we said, it's been a couple months, but uh, we have seen with the coronavirus uh, cancellation of a lot of events, uh, especially today of all days, uh, E3. So with everything going on, where do you guys fall into all the news that's coming out? Uh, I mean, what's interesting is like the next big convention is WonderCon, and that's next month. Yeah. And there hasn't been any like... Like exactly a month from now, actually. Yeah, there hasn't been any, anything brought up about that being canceled. So no. as, as far as we know, that's that's uh, on track to... to uh, Keep on keeping on, man. Pretty much... And then what? E three still is what June? June, yeah. So I mean, but we've lost South by Southwest. That's true. Uh, there's and there's been others that that is true. So I mean, we'll see if this trend continues. Uh, is that your done, guys? Do you, is that what you feel? I don't know. I mean, uh, depends really, because at least for me, the next. After WonderCon, the next big one would be, have to be um, OrcCon, right? Or no, no, that already happened. So no. uh, let me see. April's WonderCon, and then we had nothing in between then and June. I yeah, think. I don't think so. Well, I had a couple I was going to plan, but we'll even see well, fan we fan have, and all that. Uh, yeah, no, we still have at least for me personally, Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, that's August and August. That's in August. Uh, there was another one, but I'm blanking actually. So. I don't know. We'll see if the trend continues. Well, and yeah, I, like oh, actually, fully. Where where do you lay in all this uh, with a family? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I was in, I was laughing because you said if this trend continues, like there's not an if, <laughs> bro. Like <laughs> this is a trend now. Um, that being said, in September, I know there's Lightbox Expo, which is a CG artist event as well, and I'm, it's still going for now. And a lot of other events are September? being. Uh, yeah, that's a while off still. So. Well, a lot of other places are pushing their stuff till fall. However, you know, we don't have any testings going on really in a real way here. Um, seeing how it's spread across other places that do have actual good testing, it seems like it's actually still serious. So, well, and also too, like you it said, feels stuff, like it's trending. Stuff high. is being pushed to the fall, so then fall activities will those just be pushed to next spring like how are they going to treat all like you can't push everything off by six months because not everything can be pushed off by six months so well i would argue if by september we're still having problems yeah they'll definitely do it till next just spring cancel the year they're, so, they're gonna cancel yeah, the whole yeah, year yeah, for yeah. sure so I, I think we started this year strong with some games and some um cool conventions and now we're going to end it week with no fun activities no outings and everyone just staying home is that, is that well, and then i'll speak to your your question about the family thing like i'm not playing around the only fact the reason only, the only reason i'm here is for the podcast so if anything happens at least all the viewers know 
that I, I killed you. That yeah. Keith made me come here yeah. and he killed so, me okay. and my family. So, so Ki- sure killed the Foley family. We'll Thank just you. have that going forward. And the uh, Avia's family as well. Like Evan's family doesn't matter apparently. Oh, I'm, not, so, I'm not too worried. <laughs> Why is that, Julio? I mean, I don't remember. I honestly do not remember the last time I was sick. Oh, I, I thought you were gonna say like diabetes outweighs Corona, so it just and there's that out. too. Okay. So I mean, well, the, I, I already I, have one. I know thing the to running joke with. too right now is, is is if you just get um, what is it um, Lyme disease, then it just pairs really well with coronavirus because <laughs> you have a nice cocktail wow. ready to go. Wow. I know <laughs> wow. you haven't heard that at all. It's like Dad Joke Friday all around. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, what have you guys been playing recently? So, other than the creepy news that we had to get out of the way, so I uh, I will get into fighters in a second. So, anything other than fighters? Uh, I mean, I guess the big thing was the FF Seven demo. That was the last thing oh, I touched. Oh, true. Yeah. Have you so, and you played it? Oh, I played it. Uh, yeah, I, uh, from beginning to end of it. Oh, and then did you play it fully or? I touched it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go too far. I just started the opening. Did I you say, you said a like. statement that I really liked, I believe. So what did you think of it? Oh, uh, just that you can tell from the first uh, attack interaction where the game's going. And uh, I already knew how it was going to play out. So I was pretty happy with what I saw. So you put the game down and just be like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for the full game. Well, because I know what the game mechanics are. Yeah. You know, the game mechanics are established. Everything else after that is them adding dressing to fight scenes or some kind of new cinematography. CGI but, and all that. Yeah, but the actual, well, not even CGI, just even in-game character like, click button and this time the button doesn't hit the guy it hits the guy which causes an explosion then you jump off and then you go into a new platform you know gotcha, whatever gotcha. kind of jujitsu gymnastics jiu-jitsu is not the right word whatever kind of gymnastics they would use additionally it's fine but seeing that initial like just for me as my my career as a designer i can tell yeah this is going in a good direction <laughs> the only thing they can do to mess it up is if they maintain some type of linear thing and then do they don't do any effort into Give me like a wow factor somewhere else in the game. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Because we have a lot of things coming up, like Sephiroth. We have weapon. We have the Colosseum. Like that's gonna be cool. Matera. Like, it's... like we haven't seen Matera yet, have we? Right. Not, like fully yeah. use of Matera. Like we're no, using no. it. Yeah. We, okay. I, I that uh, the other demo I played, we have it w- didn't touch on that. So that's something still waiting to like I guess to see. But i've already pre-ordered it so i know i think we all pre-ordered it we're just waiting for it to come out so like it's just one of those things but and uh, but i know uh julio for your pre-order did you do the collector's edition you're goddamn right i did are you fucking kidding me why do you need the coin and in-game uh i need uh, to be spoiled yes yes i need to be spoiled i want everything i mean i I want the i'll (laughs) take the dlc as well i mean it comes with uh i forget to i think it was like cactar and I want to say Mog or Moogle or whatever, but I don't remember. And I don't mind having those li- those little like uh, swags with me, just m- more to my collection. Oh, and then also, so since we did find out this isn't the full game, uh, it will be released in parts, and this is just mid Midgard. Looks like the focus is on Midgard. Yeah. So, so what what do you remember from Midgard that you expect to have fun with in this game, like? side game action a certain scene or anything that you're looking forward to with within midgard realm well for me it's just seeing if they're gonna add anything depends on what particular like with the turks i believe see if they're gonna get expanded you know what sort of story we're gonna go into with with them i mean originally when i played it uh i thought midgard was the game 
And then when we escaped from it, it was like, oh, there's more to this. So, you know, but, you know, wait and see what they do with Midgard itself. If they're going to add anything special, maybe new stories or whatever. Side story or side quest or whatever. Anything from you that you're looking? Uh, I don't remember Midgard uh, that well. It's been so long since I completed that game. Um, But uh, I will say what I am looking forward to is I do hope they do a type of open world. Just you know, well, if they don't, it won't stay have. true to Final Fantasy VII, the Final Fantasy gameplay. Like every version of Final Fantasy is an open world of sorts. There is a linear linear storyline, but open world leveling mechanics and grinding mechanics. And I think that's what makes JRPGs. So if they actually change that mechanic, then are you even a JRPG anymore? Well, the question becomes: Do they have? I didn't play fifteen. Maybe you guys can tell me. But do they have enough? Are they going to have enough bandwidth in the game to house the, the amount of enemies you would need right, for encounters? Well, I think that's why it's a four-part game it's going to be. We're going back to original PlayStation 4 discs because Midgar can only be one disc. Like, yeah. one Blu-ray will only count for Midgar. And then when we're getting into uh, the canyon territory, that's probably going to be one disc. The ending sequence, especially with Sethroth's final battle, that's going to be a disc. So, like... I think I know people are bitching, and I'm also bitching in the realm that they're gonna charge us four times for this one game. But for us to get this full version like and the 200 hours or 400 hours we'll put into it, especially with all the new mechanics and details and storyline, and I mean, Final Fantasy yeah. was a really long. Final Fantasy VII was a really long game. Yeah. It had oh, a yeah. lot oh, of yeah. stuff in oh, there. Yeah. It was the no, one. It's funny because now that I'm thinking about it, you know, you won't get all of the characters. Right away, no. Yeah, so that we you won't know. have. Most so we're gonna have. It's gonna be more focused in on, you know. I mean, from what we've seen in demo, we've seen Eris, Barrett, Tifa. Yeah. So obviously, I think we get a little more focused on them for sure. The one I loosely remember is before the big underground battle when you're in the junkyard fighting with Barrett and the crane. That was a fun battle. So if I want to see an update of that, so mm-hmm. that's one thing I'm looking forward to. But yeah, I, and then also. Uh, the train sequence will that take place on this or will that be the next game hmm. because that's the exit of midgard so it would have to be this game I would yeah think. you think so to complete the story True. sure okay and then it ends with the end of the train sequence and it goes to be continued right i would think okay. so i think so too sounds about right yeah okay I mean, it would be the only reason they would cut it off sooner is if they didn't have the cost. Oh, guys that means we're not going to get sid in this game yeah. yeah no like i said that sucks it's gonna be a little more focused on the characters from the beginning then will we get um, Mr. Vampire himself I don't remember I don't know if he'll be in this I don't know I mean if anything maybe uh, Red 13 since he was an experiment true I mean you guys do realize that more than likely we're gonna have a playable Sephiroth and then we might actually get the Advent Children playable Oh like, my God! If they do that as DC, con- if they do that as downloadable content after that, that'd be awesome. Well, I mean, I would I would assume that they would give them their own, uh, you know, fight sequences, their own. Like, I mean, it's it, it's more it's more DLC money. Why True. wouldn't they do it, right? True. And True. they know we would buy it. Well, we're th- okay, we're theorizing about that. I wanted to get into something else too because I know you guys are playing it recently. Because your other guys' um, recent update was the new uh, season pass update just came out for Dragon Balls Fighters. Or however you say that name, Fighter Z's. Um, Fighters, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so the new edition of Kefla, and you guys are working her into your teams. Um, uh, actually, do you want to speak on the new edition at all first, and then I'll get into my question. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I, I like 
practice with Kepler. I mean, yes, very interesting. But now with the season three, they, you know, if, when it comes to characters themselves, specifically the assists, it changes the game. Yeah, so, I heard they made Krillin relevant again. You know, well, you don't have to use the goddamn rocks anymore. So, yeah, no, I I don't have a set team now. I'm, like, experimenting. Like, who do I want point, mid, and anchor? Like, my mind's always changing. I'm not... I'm still not happy with what I'm, uh, the team I'm set with, but I'm still like experimenting. And how about you, Foley? Well, same for me. You know, it's it is a completely different game. Um, I do like Kefla. She was going to be one of my mains anyway. Um, I just haven't had enough time to practice with her yet. But like you said, there's there's so many the changes they made were so significant that it is playing a new game. You know, so I still have my my initial set. You know, but. You're working on a new team dynamic. Well, uh, yeah, I'm working on a team dynamic that fits how the game plays right now. It's probably gonna be the same characters, but I think uh, I think like you said, it's worth experimenting just because things are so different now. Okay, so this ties into my question then. So since you guys have uh, you you've learned the moves, and uh, as I was actually talking to Julio this morning, was uh, how would Krillin work in a team with uh, low attack to high attack combos and a combo switch and all that? So. You build a team to the characters, you know their moves, how they work in tandem with each other for fighting. Now, there's a lot of research, strategy, and like YouTube videos watching and a trial and error to get this down. Is there any fun factor lost in this? Because I don't play fighting games this way. I'm not going in to learn every character's attacks and how it would combo with somebody else or... Like, if these two characters tandem well together to play in for this, like, but you guys do. So, right. is, is that something that is driving a force to the fun for the win afterwards or the fun to learn all of this as well? Well, I could say with fighting games, I mean, you're, it's like other games that revolve around precision and response time. It's the fun comes in um, making less mistakes the next time you play, right? Okay. So the combos, the characters, the configurations, think of that as adding armor to whatever night raid character you have, you know? And then whenever you execute your precision, it's based on either the research you've done or what you've seen other people do. But the fun factor is the equipping yourself with whatever the tools are that you need and then seeing yourself make less mistakes next time you play. Like, that's that's where all the fun lies. Like, committing combos, think of combos like... Uh, doing a layup to the, the hoop like yeah. somebody doing a layup every time it doesn't say man i have fun every time i do a layup but the overall practice the overall you know function what they show up to every day yeah it's fun and who i mean i would so i guess the thing i can equate this to is to magic for me there's research involved in building the deck yeah and there, i mean i'm like not only my research is like i'm going to beat the opponents at the same time you know when i bring it in i mean you've experienced it you know, it is a good feeling and annoying the other player. Agreed. So, but you know, also, I don't research my decks, and sometimes I kick the shit out of you guys. Oh, that, yeah, that's true. But then, then it's just an adjustment phase. You know, we got our loss. Where do we adjust? True. So, you know, that's the way. At least how I come from it. You know, I'll, um, yes, I'll buy cards, 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 but I'm not building out of random. Sometimes I'll look into a little re more research. You know, and it's it's. Tedious, yes, but it's not, at least for me, it's not boring because okay. well, I'm finding new strategies. 
to, to go, yeah, with the game topic. Also, Joe, though, since you do know the fighting games, since you do know the mechanics, uh, and we had a hangout this weekend where we had friends over, mm-hmm. and it wasn't that our friends knew the mechanics and this uh, fighting breakdown as well, but it was the character choices and the outcomes of the battles that were the enjoyment levels and the laughter. It had actually nothing to do with the fighting style of the game or the mechanics. Now, it was because you were playing that game that it was bringing fun and enjoyment, but you know what I'm talking about. No, you no, guys I, were I, cracking I, up laughing. Well, given, I mean, uh, usually yeah, when I play, at least if I'm like practicing or whatever. the scenarios of what we're talking about? Uh, yeah, actually, you can set it up. Uh, two characters. Well, that's the thing. Uh, the focus here was Tekken. Yes. I was using Akuma and... Uh, Lawrence was using Lucky Chloe. Cat girl. Total opposites. And we're fighting in like this brimstone stage. And just uh, like I have no experience dealing with her. Uh-huh. And I'm like, all right, I want, I'm curious if Akuma plays as he does in Street Fighter. Sort of does, but this is in the Tekken arena. So, but it was hilarious seeing getting, getting his ass beat. Like <laughs> I was playing Akuma, I like, getting my ass beat, but it was fucking hilarious who it's coming from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, dude, and like fully, like I'm talking about, they were laughing their ass off, like almost crying laughing. I'm like, okay, I know Julio is really good at game fighting games. That's like his forte. And I know our friend is just button mashing a little bit and kicking his ass somewhere. But it's it's not the technique. It's it's just the battle breakdown of a little cat girl beating the shit yeah, out of. And given, like I, when it comes to tech and like I that one I actually approach button mashing because I right now I don't know any real strategy behind it. I haven't had that much practice. And given I was having a couple of drinks. True. Usually when I'm playing, I I, I don't have any drinks. Like, I want to focus. Oh, okay. I think that's a good uh, second question to that first one, though. Then if it's a game like Tekken or something, you don't know. If they've made a new Virtual Fighter and you guys haven't played Virtual Fighter in years, would you have the same enjoyment level just jumping into that game to learn the mechanics and fight with somebody fresh as it would be to where you're jumping into like Street Fighter or Dragon Ball Z where you know everything? Well, I think that's the challenge with fighting games in general. So any new fighting game that you're interested in is going to be awesome at first. And then when it comes to the grind part, it, you'll find out really quickly if you like the game or not. True, true, true. Okay. Right? Like that's anything, right? Um, but that's the thing about fighting games is like 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 as you see there's a certain skill level you have to maintain to kind of be competent competitive but then at the same time if you're too good you don't have anybody to play with so yeah. then you got to kind of weigh those two options plus the idea that every fighting game is going to be awesome at first all right so that's why i don't even buy a lot of fighting games now now i just stick to whatever my regulars are and uh hulu you buy every fighting game so i, I yeah no I, I i jump from fighting game to fighting game and the problem is you know they don't play the same way so you're you have to like treat it di- you know differently because how you approach there are, combos. There, there are a lot that do play similar though, like the Naruto's and the Bleaches and the yeah those, One Pieces and all those. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to that type of like, uh, I guess I would call it like a versus battle arena. Yeah, it's all the same, but then I can't say the same between. Dragon Ball Fighters, Mortal Kombat 11, Street Fighter 5. Oh, no, yeah, guaranteed, yeah. Way different from each other. You know, Fighters is a little more faster pace, in my opinion. Uh, Street Fighter, you know, not as fast pace. You know, I've um, definitely, at least for me, for my end, um, a lot of wait and see and reacting. Because, you, you know, if they're going to jump in on you, are you able to 
fast enough to react to uh, like a Shoryuken uppercut. Oh, true. So, okay. you know. Okay. Oh, I thought of something too. Kind of still on the same fighting game topic though and <laughs> kind of with the disease topic right now or virus topic. Um, it hasn't been canceled yet, but something that comes up in the summer. Uh-huh. And yeah, uh, the, the Julio had this question, so I'm right. just remembering this. Um, Evo. Evo actually changed out a couple of their games this year. For their game cycle, and uh, Julio wanted to get your opinion well, on that. Well, here's uh, the thing. Quickly though, we'll see if it still goes goes on because no, no, that is happens, a yeah because yeah, that players from all over the Give world the come in. Of what was switched? So uh, I guess the two biggest ones is Mortal Kombat 11's not in this one. It's been taken out of rotation, and now what's been replaced is um, Mortal. I mean, sorry, Marvel versus Capcom two. 20 year anniversary and it's a smaller tournament so that's back in that's gonna oh and the grand blue grand blue fantasy that's that's in okay grand blue makes sense it's pretty popular mm-hmm. more comment 11 it's being out, out, it's out is very weird because that yeah. was going strong and then marvelous capcom 2 makes sense and they say small but it's marvelous capcom 2 this i know oh, it's it's gonna be a eight player Eight player tournament, so it, it's an invitational only. Oh. It won't be like uh, the other oh. tournaments. Oh, I was gonna say if you leave it open, that'd be cracking. Yeah, <laughs> no, agreed. But yeah, I found out that no, it's gonna be a little small scaled. Um, they're gonna invite champions from the past, and yeah. Okay, so it'd be like an exhibition event. Pretty much. But Mortal Kombat 11 is out. Yeah, that that, oh, that was weird for me. I don't, I don't understand why they made that decision. That's well, I can't. Yeah. Did they kick out which like a Grand Blue came in in place of which? game or kicking out well, sorry which game kicked out that game was it them bringing in Marvel versus Capcom or Grand Blue coming in we don't know yeah pretty much it, it could have been one of those two I yeah, mean, or having both of those that because, we have to uh, get rid of one weird. yeah no I mean that's weird Marvel versus Capcom if it hasn't been in it for at least what two three years well, the, like, if they, and then Mortal Kombat it has a good following it does but then what would you kick out if you had to kick out something because you can't kick out Street Smash. Fighter. Smash? You can't kick out Smash. No, you can't kick out Smash. That has a huge I following. don't care for that game. Not your game. No. Not, not everybody. Um, goodness gracious. I mean, I would if, if Skullgirls is in there, I would kick that one. But people love Skullgirls. Yeah, but I mean, the, because I would say from what I've seen, uh, it's like three, essentially three anime fighting games. Grand Blue, Dragon Ball Fighters, and the other one is Under Night in Birth. Yeah, that one can go. <laughs> I, I don't know that game, but have you heard of Grand Blue or have you played it at all fully? I played a small portion of it. Uh, definitely heard of it, and I know people are excited about it as far as I go, though. Uh, Hulu and I both checked it out at E3 last year because it was actually one of the things without That's a lot. That's the one I played at E3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I played that one. one. Um, the that one, one was thing, fun. Yeah, no, I had fun playing it. And it's also it's a 2D side-scroller one, of kind of like Street Fighter S, but in right. the um, Ultimate Fighter range. Um, with character mm-hmm. design. Um, also, I, damn, I'm blanking on the other Oh, and then, I'm sorry, oh. I'm sorry. And then, plus, I forgot, Mortal Kombat 11 also just got new characters. I'm, I'm more confused now. Yeah, no. Sorry. I, I, sorry. I mean, I there was My brain caught up a little story, bit more. But, yeah. but uh, <laughs> Grand Blue, um, I saw an article recently that it focuses on uh, fighting in a different way. Since you can actually do the, you know, down, up, A, B to do the special attack, yeah. or it's 
uh, R1 AB. So some of it's tied to the actual moves or some of it's tied to the R1, L1 buttons for um, like uh, micro, micro mapping and all that. Um, the thing with that is they said there's differentiation in the response time for uh, hitting it with the buttons to hitting it to the micros. Uh, that will greatly change in when people are going into combo moves, counter moves, and everything else. Do you see that actually being a thing? Uh, I do because, you know, what they're experimenting, experimenting with is reaction time and how people read what's on the screen and how they respond to it. Um, I tried doing that for myself from a different angle, um, not from a 2D space. So I think there's light and truth to it. And then when I played the game, it definitely... It definitely felt more strategic, and so what I mean by that is, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters is hyper response time, but you also have to have a strategy in, in mind. So if you're not paying attention, you'll lose momentum and you'll die. Street okay. Fighter is a little less that. So yes, it has momentum. Street Fighter Five is a little bit more about momentum, whereas Four was still more about taking your time strategically. Whereas Five did become, um, you know, a type of response uh after a certain amount of frames so the way i like to think about it is when the button when they say start how many frames are happening before your first move and then what what moves are you having to take within those frames and it sounds to me by what you described they're kind of adjusting that uh kind of flow and i from my gameplay with it i could tell the difference i didn't play enough to know for sure but I noticed a difference. Your, your response time. Well, it made me better playing. I crushed whoever I was playing because I never played it before. But what I mean is, like, like yeah, my response time is, my response time is less is less anxietous. Okay, which that makes changes sense. how I approach it, right? And gives you more of a, a clear motion on how to proceed if you don't have all the anxiety buildup. Well, it, it, it says thing. Street Fighter gives you that time to think, but. I guess with this response time, what they're doing, this, the slight difference is, like you said, when they're doing it changes how you think about it. Oh, true. Because and how you look at a thing or think of a thing does change it. Like, for like you know, simple examples, like you're expecting uh, expecting soda, but you get water, you know, or you're looking at a beige light versus a white light, but because a bright light hits you, you kind of, it kind of differentiates and you see which one first and you think the beige one is white until you notice the white one, right? It's, okay. Okay. it's, what happens first, then next, and how your brain understands that, Health and they're they're flopping. The yeah, 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 yeah. They're okay. flipping that exactly. That makes sense. Uh, I mean, from what you described, I mean, it's first of all, it looks like it'll to help players ease into playing the game when first starting out because Dragon Ball Fighters. fighters well, here's the thing: because seasoned fighters can actually find a way. Yeah, to he was saying no, to build in certain mechanics or yeah, because Dragon Ball Fighters has that where yeah. you know you can just smash square a bunch of times for an auto combo i love that and then like so but you was. yeah and then you can build that in into you know whatever combo setup you want to do now like throw in an auto and then from there you can do your bread and butter combos and finish off from there so okay. i mean i think it's a good way you know especially when you're first learning the game so then with those games talked about being at evo do you think there will be any loss in attendance or do you think it's just a nice switch Wow, okay, both of you. <laughs> uh, Mortal, it's hard because Mortal Kombat 11 definitely has crossover players, but it is its own space. So yeah. I, unless unless they switch over to Tekken, the M M uh, MK11 folks, then, yeah, you're talking about loss of attendance. Okay. Uh, 
Well, because it'll be interesting to see the numbers specifically for under night in birth, um, Grand Blue, because I we'll see uh, how much attention that gets, and then Grand Blue is always pretty big too. Like that's got a good well. Uh, I mean, we'll see coming into Evo yeah. if it happens, but uh, I mean, other than that, we still have our mainstays like Tekken Seven, uh, Samurai Showdown still in it. Um, obviously Street Fighter Five. So uh, we'll see because last year the why big no numbers Gundam versus Smash. why not Gundam versus man? We could battle that shit up. I'll win. Could We're be a good. side event. Side event. Side event. <laughs> <laughs> It, that, that'll be Evo East, guys. <laughs> we'll do Evo East in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, actually, kind of speaking of that, too, um, what what do you guys see planned out for the rest of the year? With everything going on, um, it'll be like stay at home and play games. We go to theaters to see any coming movies. I mean, we have New Mutants next month, like mm, in a couple right. weeks from now, actually. But will anybody be in attendance to see that? I know Onward hurt this weekend for the simple fact that everyone's still freaked out. So it was actually the lowest Disney grossing movie in over 10 years. So how do you guys feel or what do you guys think about like some of the other entertainment spheres that we love and actually go to a lot suffering due to this? Um, I mean, it's par for the course for the most part. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure. I might. I honestly don't have like a, a solid thought on that. To be honest, I mean, my thoughts with regard to it are are a little less about events because, frankly, it I am about the survival at this point. Um, so when it comes to an event, I'm not too caught up in it. It's just I do know I do recognize that you know immediately and even now with these events being uh, canceled, these are changing. They're going to change how businesses behave, what they sell, how much they sell it for, when they sell it. Um, what the frequency of that cell is. Uh, so the impacts of that we're going to feel, and I think that's kind of the more important question, right? Like the events suck, sure, and they lose money, but that's going to have a reaction to their overall bottom line, and that's going to actually impact the industry and the market. Well, yeah, that's, that's kind of the underlying thing there too is if this continues, then people stop going out, then um, movie tickets, movie industry suffers uh, because their returns aren't coming in. Also, restaurant industry suffers because people aren't going to Friday night dinners, Saturday night dinners, all that stuff like that. Um, everything will start. Like, so they started, you know, like the TV shows here are going to be filmed without an audience. What if they start having, yeah, how will a comedy show laugh track work without a clapping sound? The Avengers Campus opens up July 18th. Yeah, that won't happen. Also, <laughs> I mean, there's just places to make money in the geekdom. But also, world, what right? happens too when they start quarantining the whole lots, so that way films or shows can't be filmed? Then your summer content isn't even coming out because it's not filming. No one's in the edit bay mm. doing the edits. No one's in the sound room making new music. Like, there's a lot of industries that can come to a halt by the end of this year that we won't feel the effects for a little while, but we will lo lose a lot of stuff. And then there won't I mean, be kind of geeky because I won't be able to talk about any new content. Well, it really depends. I mean, uh, let's take... No, that was total worst case scenario there. But like, let's take, for example, E3. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, off the bat, we, um, news was already announced that Sony wasn't going to attend, which is weird because... They didn't go last year and we still went. But they have a new c console coming out. Now, Microsoft... 
instead of you know a, a regular like conference that we've seen they're going the nintendo route with the direct uh what was it called direct uh i forget what nintendo direct called it. On console so yeah. we're gonna see that happening for sure I so at least seeing that so hopefully sony does the same because they have to sell this system you mean it's it's come down between the dude they don't have to sell the system when they pay GameSpot to write better articles about them over xbox so it's fine <laughs> well yeah this is assuming that we still have our shipping containers coming in and, oh and yeah there's that true too. true yeah true. exactly that's, well that's what i'm saying like we won't know till the end of the year and that'll be one of the things that is affected because there's impact miners not going to work people can there's we actually impact. get the parts that will build some of these there's technologies? Impact. There's impact. Also, some of the gears and stuff that are sitting in a port that need to be distributed to power plants and everything else. Everything the, is made in other countries that are a little bit more shut well, down. Uh, other, okay, everything except for the stupid things like that people are afraid. You can get water is bottled at Arrowhead in Los Angeles. You don't have to freak out about that. Toilet paper is also made in uh, Torrance, Culver City, and Orange County. So you don't have to freak out about that. Um, <laughs> What? What are you gonna say? Well, any imports, yeah. whether it's goods. I was gonna say batteries. Farm, batteries are a lot of like yeah, yeah devices. That might we might go, but also like go to every Home Depot and everywhere else. You can find batteries plethora everywhere. So there's a lot of stuff we won't necessarily run out of for a while. No, Some of the true. stuff I that mean, people are freaking out about. But yeah, no, won't yeah, run I'm out. seeing stupid shit. I mean, I saw someone post a picture of a guy with, I don't know how many boxes of condom and some coconut oil. Priorities, I mean, man. Fucking priorities. priorities like, get them sure. straight. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just fucking hysteria. But, but if motherfuckers are stressed out, they start doing weird stuff. <laughs> so, you know. Priorities. Like, yeah, like, we, 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 we get, like, if the small, minor stuff that seems quote-unquote dumb isn't there, but the stressed out motherfucker is like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. I'm going to drive my car through all these people. It's like, dude, you know. That sucks. We need to figure out how to help people's mental health whilst uh, the world is falling apart. <laughs> so to get off that and get back to kind of geeky topics, um, I don't think we've been to a movie in a while. Uh, I think the last one was Birds of Prey for me. Oh, we, oh yeah. yeah. No, Julio hasn't talked about Birds of Prey. What kind of shit show was that, Julio? So, uh, so the official title, at least to me, is oh, Harley Quinn the, the and the Birds circus. of Prey. I mean, or Harley Quinn featuring the Birds of Prey. So, I mean, Harley it Quinn wasn't... with a side story of Birds of Prey. Pretty much. Okay. So, I mean, I, it wasn't and all also, that wait, bad. Wait, wait, let's roll that back. Yeah. It's Margot Robbie's version of Harley Quinn yeah. with a side story. I mean, story look, of... we're stuck with her. Okay, yeah. So, we're, we're going to have to deal with it. I mean, I can't outright say it was all bad. There were some decent parts in it. Um, but, yeah, no, this was... Like I said, this was a Harley Quinn story and a build up for the Birds of Prey. So I don't know if they still want to offshoot that still with focus on the Birds of Prey. It'll so be interesting. So you're interesting. saying the Birds of Prey might get their own movie not called Harley Quinn? Nah, we'll see. It's DC. <laughs> That's true. I mean, that is true. They have their own swirl to deal with. <laughs> I don't know what the swirl is you talking about. Uh, and then for animated release, they just released Red Sun, but I haven't seen that yet. So I want to check that out, but I'm waiting for the rental price to come out. So mm-hmm. I will check out Superman Red Sun to see one of the best stories ever written from Marvin's perspective and a couple other people that have told us about Red Sun in the past. Um, Marvel-wise, we're waiting. There's a couple things coming out next month. New Mutants, if people actually go see that in theaters like I was talking about. We have Eternals coming out at the end of the year. 
the Black Widow trailer actually looked really good, so mm. I'm kind of more psyched for it. No? It's just, well, no, no, but all these are great. It's just like like we just talked about. It's like, wait and see, man. Corona. That money's gonna get hurt. Yeah, but Ooh. I can sit in the theater by myself. It's fine. It's fine. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> no. the upside. Yeah, exactly. Empty theaters, no credit kids. I would pay for it. IMAX. <laughs> Like, no, you make it cheap because I'm the only person in here. And oh. I go watch it. <laughs> oh, true. That's cool. They have to give me a discounted rate of free booze just to be in the theater. Saying something. Sold, guys. Sweet, <laughs> sweet the pot, guys. So, you yeah. That would make all viewing experiences even better. <laughs> um, How COVID-19 helped my fun in 2020. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> But I mean, I mean, it, it it's gonna be an interesting year for Marvel for the simple fact that there's four Marvel story movies coming out, and only one of them is a Disney property. Huh? Wait. No, two. Sorry, two. Yeah. Eternals and Black Widow, but New Mutants and Venom are Venom Two are not. Oh yeah, that's that's true. And, oh, sorry, and Morbius. So three not Sony title movies or other property title movies with New Mutants. That was a Fox. We'll see how they do. I'm sorry. New, New Mutants looks garbage, first of all. I'm sorry. It looks good it looks now. Fucking, I'm sorry. It looks fucking garbage to me. But don't let me be this way, person, but it looks fucking garbage. We then um, Venom 2. Venom 2. Venom 2. I hope, 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 hope it's awesome because Nice from Carnage was one of my favorite comic book series. Yeah. So if they give me a lackluster, you know, like, don't get me wrong. Venom 1 was good. Yeah. But it was the first start. It was, you know, first come out the gate. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, work through some stuff. But Venom 2 being Maximum Carnage? It's a tall and order. You like whose cast is Carnage, right? I love the casting. Okay. Oh, no, no. it's The casting is run is winning so far, okay? But I just need them to really deliver, like, something epic. It's a wait and see, yeah. And what about Morbius? <laughs> wow, really? I don't think he's going to make it on this one. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Joker face and laugh because of Jared Leto. Uh, I think for Morbius, this actually might be a good role for him because he's kind of emo and that he's always tried to play the dark aspect. So Morbius is a fit for that character, for his character that he says he can character act. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so far, he's looking we'll like Jared Leto and Leather. <laughs> I mean, he that's, like, like he's not a character actor. Everyone calls him a character actor. He plays. He's um, he's your favorite John Wick, who plays the same character in every fucking movie. Yeah, everyone says he's a different actor. Name a name a role where he actually acts. Well, I was gonna say that's Bruce Willis too. Yeah, no, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, um, I mean, there's a movie on Crackle that we were watching. We're like, wait, is this Die Hard? No, this is where he they got the idea to put him in Die Hard. And it's right. like the same fucking movie. <laughs> So. Well, I mean, hopefully, hopefully the writing and the style fits more Leto's, you know, persona and the way he approaches it. I mean, as of right now, I'm not seeing anything exciting at all. It's just, you know, I, I hope it works out for him. The one movie I did rent recently and really liked was Jojo Rabbit, and I need to see a, any of his movies because he Taika is, Taika Waititi. Taika is smart. Yeah, he's I like a, his brain. And dude, to watch a uh, half Jew play Hitler was Probably fucking everything. hilarious. <laughs> like he is phenomenal. Like that movie is not a comedy. It is actually very serious. There are some comical aspects to it, and some very, very dark aspects. Well, to he it. made a good point, and this is kind of this is why I like the way his mind. Maybe I'm biased because maybe his mind and my mind are similar to some degree. Because he said something that I have been thinking and completely 1,000 agree with. Um, 
he's saying, yeah, guys, I am making a comedy trying to convince people why being a Nazi is a bad thing. Yeah. No. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's this is serious. Uh-huh. The fact that we're having to make this movie is a serious that fucking we're still problem. Having this discussion this day and age, yeah. Putting it in comedy is so you can help have the conversation, mm-hmm. but guys, this is a really fucking bad thing that we exactly. have. Exactly. Yeah. So that's I mean, why I get I agree with I, I I didn't see it myself, but your description matches that statement to me. Agreed. Uh, agreed. And also that's why I've always uh, not me comedians have always said like uh, comedy has to be everything or nothing. So he he's showing a lot of stuff has to be told through comedy because we have to find a funny side to this to just get the information out there. Because if you do every movie as uh, 12 Years a Slave, not everyone's going to watch it or dive into the storyline or give that feel value to it. Sometimes you have to have that comic twist to it to go, oh, shit. Well, I would argue that style of storytelling, I'm sorry, only works for white movies. Like Because, I mean, I'm going to tell you why. Because in the white movies, you're dealing with subjects that you can kind of stomach. So you can have that kind of drawn-out, dry, very actorish, you know, kind of look. But when it comes to real fucking problems, like it's doing somber doesn't make sense because the whole fucking subject is somber. <laughs> like it doesn't, you know, you're adding, you know, cake and batter to sweet bread. Like, no, like you have to put something on there that's malleable that's if you can follow. I never said why people want cake and ice cream. You yeah. already have one sweet thing. Why do you need two sweet things? Matter of fact, uh, Harriet did a perfect job. Harriet deals with very serious, very frightening, very real today issues. Yeah. But they did it from an action kind of standpoint, kind of like with Aliens 2. Okay. So you can watch the movie and understand it, enjoy it, and still take the, seri- the, the severity of what was going on. That was a great way to craft it, right? It's based on real events? I know, no. Right? right? I know, right? No, legit. No, me, but legit. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Ignorance. We're in an age of technology, but everybody is dumber than ever. No, it's terrible. <laughs> The internet was supposed to help expand knowledge and just handicap people. Well, no, it spread ignorance faster, <laughs> apparently, because knowledge needs to be absorbed. Flat earthers, man. Oh, man. I think flat earthers <laughs> are the least of my worries. At least them, you can laugh at, and everybody kind of, like, agree that's a problem. For me, it's the ones that are kind of like, like oh, it's sa- sort of, yeah, they're kind of sort of true, <laughs> but not really true. But let me yeah. throw a little little confusion on it, and then now people got to waste time, like, is that possible? Like, all right, man. Right, so we kind of went like a little serious, a little, tangent, a little, little harsh, tangent, a little tangent, and a little yeah. like not political but yeah. real worldish. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about movies and games coming out. Like we said, there's not much we can plan right now for the future because <laughs> we don't know the news. <laughs> but Shit, I'm trying to get out here before I get quarantined in this motherfucker. I know. Uh, <laughs> anything you're looking forward to right now? Like, I, I, I sorry, I just want to say I did watch uh, Castlevania that just came out this past week. Phenomenal season. Definitely check it out. I'm not going to give any spoilers because I know Julio hasn't started watching it fully yet, and Foley's not watching it. Um, yeah. Also, we got something else that came out this week that I was watching that I need to catch up on. Uh, Flash, I'm behind on, so I will catch up with that. But my roommate says it's getting a little weird. So, uh, and then there's a ton of anime that I'm watching right now. I can get into that, but I, like, what do you, do you want to get anything right now? I mean, I've just been watching, rewatching essentially old episodes specifically. Uh, like, like classic Simpsons. I've been diving into that. Yeah, okay, yeah. Hulu's either in a YouTube hole or a Simpsons hole for the past month. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I know I have a queue of, of new things I should watch, but yes. I don't feel like doing that. You so, lazy, lazy. I guy. mean, anime. Going to anime, I just rewatched and finished Paranoia Agent. Oh, how was that? I mean, 
weird and fucking good. I mean, and I just rewatched uh, Wolf's Rain, which is also weird and good. So. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I don't, I can't think. Well, the only one thing I've watched that was new, but I only watched one episode. Is uh, I think it's called Dave David. I remember. I don't remember. It's uh this uh rapper by the name of Lil Dicky. He has his own show. I guess you can call him a comic rapper, but he's fucking good. Okay. I, I've seen this freestyle. That's actually good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Anything you want to tell people to watch or catch up on or that you're checking out or something? Walking Dead. Walking Dead. I'm of enjoying course. where they're going. You always bring it's, it up. It's fucking fire. <laughs> um, Netflix has this new show uh, called Queen Sono. That shit is fucking bars. Yeah, you were talking about that. Okay. Get, get, get like me and watch that one. That one's good. It's an Africa um, series show and... I'm sorry, but their their storytelling out there is on point right now. <laughs> nice. Okay. Oh yeah. Sorry, that was another Netflix show of uh, Altered Carbon season two. I'm oh, watching yeah, that, that right drops. now. Yep. With Anthony. Mackie. I actually might start watching that because Anthony Mackie's in there, and oh, wow. my wife really likes the main actor. So the first season was really good too. Check out the first season. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have her. I'm gonna have her. Uh, I'm gonna let her know. Like I showed it to her, but I haven't like okay. showed it to her. It's so. definitely not for kids. So definitely don't have kids watch that show. Yeah. But it is a great show. The first couple episodes. You mean do something without my kids? Yes. Oh man, I really don't want to do that. Yeah, no, no, just kidding. Actually, no, I do like hanging out with my kids. It's just, I feel well, you. Just give them coronavirus. They'll be fine for oh, a while. Oh, God, Keith. Your <laughs> viewers are losing their shit. I know. They're right pissed now. off at me now. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's all. Also, Carbon's tight. Yeah. Oh, um, There's some new animes on FX, too, that yeah, are coming out. Damn, there's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I and then uh, Lelouch, um, Kogias, the movie just dropped, too, mm-hmm. so you can rent that on anything you can rent stuff. And I believe the Blu ray's out right now with a special edition collector's. Julio set. So <laughs> I am watching the reality TV show COVID nineteen and the president. Like what? how that goes. Is that really a president? <laughs> oh no, no, okay. <laughs> no, this is my real life. <laughs> and then John Oliver for all the stuff he keeps getting in trouble with with Modi and everything else. So there's been some good political stuff going on right now. But well, it's uh, just it's just crazy. Like because it was crazy because you know we do have so we are in a, like what a third fourth year of just swarm of spam of content, be it you know, games, movies, events, whatever. And then, like, they all come to a halt over COVID-19. Yeah. And then, like, you know, I mean, and now people have to, like, because we, as 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 a technologically expanding market share, you know, we become used to scheduling events and then scheduling go-to-places. And, well, you know. You touch on a huge point. This is a major dynamic shift in the entire entertainment sphere right now with the Disney Plus move that they did last year that forced all other OTT uh, over-the-top streaming services because people don't know OTT uh, to reshuffle, reorganize, reacquire, or separate from partners. This is shuffling the landscape on how TVs and streaming services will come to us. Now people can't go on interviews. People can't meet up with clients. People can't all play anywhere. Money. All their money. You just—I remember you mentioning like they had to push back on uh, Falcon and Winter uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, the sh- so now these are bet- <laughs> you guys are betting on these things yeah. to make money. No, this was, that was supposed to come out sooner than later, just so that way Disney Plus had content to they believe had content to compete with Netflix. Now the content is pushed back because they can't film in uh, Prague. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a little bit of everything, but we'll have to see how this whole thing affects. But like you said, yeah, the the whole entertainment sphere is built on community, and the community can't go anywhere right now. <laughs> so this will affect everything. And keep in mind, entertainment was how you kept people from losing their shit over uh-huh. the real shit that's happening around uh-huh. 
Now they can't even do that. Well, that's why we can stay home and watch old movies and content that's already available. Like, Netflix will soar now because it just has linear legacy content that we can watch and be nostalgic about. Well, as long as the money doesn't get so dry where, you know, our TVs don't get to cut off, you know, we're good. And now everybody just uh, <laughs> keep watching 28 Days Later over and over again. And we'll understand what the future will be. No, no. Uh, one geeky thing I just wanted to talk about real quick is uh, get out every once in a while. Go to a bar. Check out something fun. This two weekends ago, I was with my friend at a bar, and this dude was singing Disney songs like uh, – Little Mermaid and Lion King and he wasn't the best but it was fun, funny and made for a lighthearted experience and I was having a shitty day last week so you never know you can get out that night, have a good time stay five feet away from everybody but just get out there, have a drink because you know, booze kills everything and <laughs> enjoy <laughs> no, no, I'm not putting that as a mission statement calm down <laughs> but no, but uh, you never know what to expect. So kind of just like I've been telling some of my friends, sometimes live by fuck it. If you don't know if you want to do it, say fucking get out there and do it. If you're going somewhere and nervous about doing it, sometimes say fuck it and I don't want to do it. But, you know, just put yourself out there a little bit more and interesting stuff might happen. So that's my last little chime in. Anything else want to end on, I think? You're like stay inside and do nothing. It's just, well, I was going to say, <laughs> it's such a beautiful quote. It's just the timing is the worst. What could happen? I could catch a virus. <laughs> I get shot. I said, stay five feet. Oh, wow. Okay, don't wear a hoodie. Don't. <laughs> I guess my last thing to say is, um, you know, we are shifting as, you know, I mean, apparently the globe is shifting now. I guess my comment would be um, stay hungry, stay focused, and dry, driven on where you're trying to get your coin from. And, um, you know, try to make sure you leave something for whoever you love behind because i mean you know it, shit is short life is short as fuck so you know if nothing else with the walls closing in it's you know hopefully people will get to a point where they can be a little bit more focused on you know helping themselves which in turn helps the community because if someone is in themselves happy and at peace they treat other people better <laughs> that's my last statement how are you Julio? i mean my okay. approach right <laughs> pretty much <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to make sure I separate personal from work. Keep those things like, like, so Stay I don't want. positive, right? Especially all the time and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, you know, once I get home, it's like, all right, let's shift our thinking. Let's see uh, what's going on. Do I need to go out? If I do, you know, yeah, it's like what you said. If, if you want to do it, do it. Give it, like, I'm not going to lie when it comes to this whole, like, coronavirus thing. I it's like I'm sure it's happening whatever I'm still I haven't changed any of my habits yeah, I, mean, still, I still I still do what I range. want to do. I'm not a young kid or old man yet so if you want to call me a boomer you can go fuck yourself I mean <laughs> yeah no I mean I've seen people buy uh, Tito's vodka to oh make their God, own I was yeah. like you know what if you want you don't have to use that to you can use that to cleanse the inside yes exactly so, you just get rubbing alcohol for the outside it's fine yeah there you go I mean <laughs> doesn't kill the skin at all wasteful whatever tea, yeah. for vodka like that mm. Shameful. <laughs> Damn, Julio. Okay, so don't waste booze is what Julio is saying, especially in this time of need. Need uh, for everybody. You know what? That's my final thought, too. Don't waste booze. Thank you, Julio. <laughs> I want to give the uh, – I put this as a quote of the day in our chat, and I just want to share it here because I think it applies to all of this, is well done is better than well said, Benjamin Franklin. Oh. So if we actually just did stuff properly, 
it would be better than all these bullshit talking points we have. So maybe think of that going forward and put best put forth your best effort and not your best speech. Um, I think on that note, we'll end it for this. I hope you all have a great and safe March. Uh, hopefully more content to come soon. We'll see as it comes up. But if anything, we will be at WonderCon and I will be trying to meet up with some people this month to record. That's if COVID doesn't cancel it. So hope you all have a great week and always remember to stay kind of geeky.